0: What is up, everybody? It is your boy, Dallas Simon, coming to you again with another episode of the Ground Up Biz podcast, where the goal is to inspire, educate, and help you break the time for money trade in your life so that you can live life on a whole nother level. All right. So I've got uh, an update I want to share with you today. Um, you know, I- I've been having some trouble uh, creating content, and uh, there was a, a wise friend of mine, his name was Ozil, uh, he's got his uh, own podcast, it's called Thinking with Ozil, and um, his his idea was that, you know, we're not, when you try to create content, right, when you're pursuing opportunities to create content, it, it becomes exhausting, right, and there's, there's only so many ideas you have uh, before you start going into the bag of previously used ideas. And uh, it just, it just bec- can become draining um, to, to pursue content creation. So his idea was, you know, maybe it'd be better if we just document, you know, our lives and the things we're going through and, and that is content. And, and some of us think, well, that's not great content. My life's pretty boring. Um, I don't know who would be interested in that. Um, that's not really the point because your audience may actually very much so be interested in that type of content. So the idea is, uh, rather than forcing yourself to create these new ideas to create new ideas, is to rather focus on documenting your journey uh, through life, through your goals, through your challenges, and and just behind the scenes because uh, that part often gets left out, uh, especially on Instagram where you know it's just a vanity show. Um, so with that being said, I wanted to document. And share some ideas related to the book I'm currently producing right now. Um, This will be probably like, I think it's like my fifth book um, as an author. Some of my books are published on Amazon, some of them are just PDF copies. Um, But this will be the fifth book, it'll be the second book in a series. Um, And I haven't talked too much about being a series author, but I'd highly recommend if you're working on a book right now or thinking about writing your own book to think in a series mindset, right? How can I take a topic that's hot in an industry or a topic that I know a lot about and create many books, um, educating somebody from basically a noob to expert or whatever level of proficiency you have. Um, How can you do that? and do it in many books rather than one because you know if you're trying to create that super book, um, there's a chance it's gonna take you a really long time to create it and when people get it, um, they're not gonna finish it because the book is too long. And that's what I'm realizing now is my book, The Influencer Starter Guide, which I thought was an excellent book, uh, was short in, I guess, comparison to uh, some of the other books on the Amazon market for the influencer industry, uh, but my readers still had trouble finishing it. So maybe that was uh, the writing style or maybe uh, they got distracted. I'm not entirely sure. It's definitely writing style, I feel like, uh, which I'm going to be improving in this next book, uh, telling more stories and being more personal. Um, So with that being said, I I wanted to kind of let you into my mind, you know, what I'm thinking about as far as being an author, right? How are we going to use the books to generate income to free our time so that we have uh, more time to do other creative ventures or to start other businesses, right? We create the books about topics. Uh, We get better as an author over time. And as we grow our audience, these books will sell by themselves, right? There are some things we'll have to do infrastructure-wise. We'll have to do some marketing, uh, some promotion as well. But ideally, the books will sell themselves in the future. Uh, this may be a year down the line, five years, who knows? Uh, but we put in the work now and we develop our craft now so that we're ready, you know, that, that once we grow our audience and our authorship and uh, we, we just we just can make some really awesome books and uh, people will appreciate that. Um, All right, so let's get into it. So what am I thinking about? Number one, I have a book called The Influencer Starter Guide, which is out right now on Amazon. It's got 11 reviews. So ideally, in the time before I produce this next book, I want to basically share my book with other people. Um, I won't be forcing people to review it on Amazon or asking people directly to get reviews on Amazon. Um, I will be building new connections on Instagram getting some followers, I DM them, uh, talk to them a little bit, get to know them. And if they, if they want to be an influencer, if I, if I kind of, I guess, if I hear that in what they're saying, then I'll send them a copy of the influencer starter guide for free. Um, and that's number one is if they read it, they like it, then they may share it with somebody else. Uh, maybe they might find some value of it. And then uh, I guess number two, it, it just I guess it looks good in our relationship, too. It's like I'm providing something that took a, a while for me to produce. I spent money. I spent time on this research and I wanted to provide it to you for free uh, because I feel like you might uh, get some value uh, from it. So with that being said, if you don't already have your 1st ebook that you can just send to people for free, I'd say you work on that one now. Um, and if you refer to any of my previous episodes, I've got a process for how you would develop it, but you want to start with a strong outline and then from that outline, you want to kind of flesh it out two to three points, two to three sentences per bullet point, and then really start to develop on those points, maybe providing any relating graphics, um, or documents or website links. I mean, really whatever research you can use to strengthen your, your book, if you're writing nonfiction, um, I haven't really talked much to, you know, for fiction authors processes, kind of similar, but not really the same. I'm assuming that you're writing nonfiction, right? You're writing based on a trade or a skill you've learned or an experience you had that you feel like you're writing your experiences could benefit somebody else. That that's what I'm talking about. Um, so I've got one book out right now, the influencer starter guide. Um, and I'm working on another one right now. Uh, <laughs> I'm still working on the title. The title hasn't really been decided yet, but the book is about how to get 10,000 followers on Instagram. Like the real way, the real gritty way, the most rewarding way, real authentic people targeted followers. Um, and I want to tell you everything I've learned from observing the some of the best in the market. I, I currently, I, I personally believe uh, some of the people I came up with And then my personal experiences, spending money, time, meeting people, doing things, uh, all to grow my Instagram following. Uh, Even back before COVID, when I was going to networking events, literally five days out of a business week, five days out of seven days, uh, going to networking events, getting Instagram followers, meeting people. That was a lot of fun. It was exhausting. Um, But I want to share everything I've learned with you in that book and working on it now, about 13,000 words. My next step is to ship it, not ship it, but to send it to my editor. Um, she's going to take a look at it. It's probably going to run me about 120 to $150. Yeah, I think, I think honestly it will, because I'm about, I probably will be about 14,000 words. Um, once it's time for the first edit. Um, Here's what I want to, want you to get at here cuz it just sounds so natural to me. If you're writing your book and you're debating whether or not to use an editor, I say strongly 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 use an editor. Um unless you have a degree in like communication or you've been writing for a living, um even blog writers like and you write all the time, I still feel like you should get an editor. Uh even though editors cost and there are some ways, I mean you can barter for services. You can, if you're good in something, and you you realize you meet somebody that's good in editing or being proficient with uh, whatever language you're writing in, um, then you can offer your services for their services in some type of exchange where money is not involved. I've done that before as well, um, but I'm also getting to the point where you know I've got some income, I've saved aside some money from what I'm doing, and I want to pay my editor, you know, to do a great job because she's going to look at the text. And she's gonna come from another angle. She's gonna do some proofing for me and uh, improve my, my grammar a little bit. And when I get the, the text back, it'll be looking at it from like a fresh set of eyes, right? It'll be all marked up um, and I'll be able to work on the steps that we've put in so far, right? So we started at the, the idea, then we made a solid outline. We did a lot of research, looked around the industry, so saw what everybody else was doing. Um, this is me personally from my book, um, wrote from my own experiences, shared my own stories, got some good pictures and graphics in there. And now we're working that all together in this stew, if you will, this, uh, it's going to be delicious stew though. Um, that we're going to be shipping off to the editor here. I'd say in the next seven to 10 days. Okay. And I plan to do, let's say probably like three edit cycles. Cause I did I did two with the Influencer Starter Guide, so I sent it to her, she sent it back, I edited it, okay, uh, got some feedback from some other people, uh, some people I trust in my network, and then I sent it back to my editor, and then she sent it back again, and then I worked on it again, and then I produced it. That was the Influencer Starter Guide. For this one, I want to go three to maybe four, I don't know, I'm, I'm willing to spend. I've kind of got that mindset where I'm definitely willing to go negative. Uh, on a book I believe in, which means like, I'm willing to put $400 to $500 into a book. And I know in year one, it might cash flow me like maybe $100. And then in year two, maybe $100 again. So it may take three or four years before the book becomes profitable. But I strongly believe in these marketing principles, I think it would be extremely helpful. And with the right marketing that's another thing. I I assumed that, you know, making a hundred dollars or a hundred dollars a year or whatever is me doing very minimal marketing. But if I actually try and have a marketing strategy and marketing plan that I execute, then this book could become profitable in year one. You know what I'm saying? I spend 500, let's say I spend $500 producing this book and about 80 hours, Probably more than that, honestly. 80 working hours developing the manuscript, right? And I produce it. And then in year one, the book generates. If I'm selling the book, let's say, because I plan to sell this book for $7.99, which means I'm making about $5 more or less on Amazon. So for sim- simplicity matters, if I sell 101 copies of the book this year, then I made $505. I broke even, I made $5 profit on the book. Um, what's important to, to consider here, my friends is the units approach, right? When you're working for a job, the units that you can affect are hours, right? Hours are something that we can't really control either because we only get a certain amount of hours per day. Um, so your boss allows you to work 12, eight to 12 hours, maybe 16, wherever. I don't know where you're working with what the labor laws are, Um, but you can only work so much in a day. Right. So you have a finite limit to how much income you can generate today uh, every day based on your physical and your mental efforts, you know, depending, um, you know, if you're using time, as a factor for your income generation, which most people are, right? And I still I still have a, a portion of my money system that relies on my personal time to, to generate income. But the books, right? And that, that's why I keep nudging towards the books, right? That's why I'm recording this episode, uh, trying to get through it, is because I really do believe there's power in creating a series, um, a series that is helpful for your target reader, right? Your first book may be a eh, you know what I'm saying second book getting better, third one's getting better fourth and fifth and sixth. you're really developing as a writer and you understand how to edit well and you know you've got a a network of people who who read your content and and give you feedback um, and what happens is once you develop that series and your goal is just to keep networking and to meet people and to keep providing value right and to keep nurturing relationships. what's happening is people are going to find that first book in the series. And, and they're going to like it, right? Or they're going to appreciate who you are. And they're going to be like, wow, you know, when I dive in, I'll check out the second one and the third one. And and what you have is you have units that you're selling, but you can sell multiple units at a time, right? So let's say someone likes number one, they can buy two and three at the same time, or if they like number one, they can buy number two or wherever they are um, in the series, they can, they can continue to, to feed on the craft, um, and the research you have done. So I really hope, uh, you guys have got something from this guys and gals, um, outline, fill out the outline. I say, decide whether you want to get an editor or not, but I say, get an editor, please, 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 please find editor, friends, build network, um, build strong relationships with people who are good with writing and who do editing and stuff like that on the side. Um, Maybe kind of easy to find those people, actually. Facebook groups and Instagram hashtags should lead you directly to those type of people who are doing proofreading or grammar type services for a living or trying to get into them. So you should have a wide range of prices and and maybe some free as well, if you're willing to dig for those type of people. Um, But be also aware um, because there's definitely a trust factor to sending someone your manuscript. Um, and I've gone as far as, as signing documents um, with a friend of mine, actually, he's a friend, and I'm just playing and, and I ended up signing documents before he sent me his manuscript. So whatever you got to do. Um, I'd say, <sighs> honestly, though, it's, it's whatever you feel comfortable with, because if you if you feel like you need to sign documents before you send over your manuscript, then you have to you know do a little Google research real quick and see uh, what type of it's probably a privacy document um, contract that you're looking for. But um, the people I work with, I've known them for some time and the editor I connected with, um, I knew it from a friend that I trust. So trust is definitely at the layer like the most foremost important layer for finding an editor but I highly recommend you you find one and the way I see it is my manuscript is going to keep improving dramatically so even if my editor were try we're going to try to like write off my topic or try to publish my my manuscript under my name I don't know it's a risk you have to be aware of but I don't I don't really see it happening so it's it's I don't know. I just keep going. I build trust relationships with my editors. I pay them fairly um, based on their rate. I do tip as well. And I, I keep giving them business and I recommend them to other people as well, because, you know, that that's just the way business works. Um, so once you got your editor, um, I also do this. I wouldn't recommend you doing this, but I do it. Uh, I use this little file conversion um, software to convert my Microsoft Word document to a .mobi, a .mobi file, uh, which is a Amazon Kindle native file. And uh, I test my manuscript and see how it would look on Kindle, like way before I, I publish it on Kindle. So I do this multiple times as, as a programmer would, you know, when they're testing some code. And and what this does is just it just helps as a visual reminder that my book is you know a couple 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 more steps away from being live unlike the Kindle software and uh, it also helps me see how it would feel to the reader um, as I'm developing the manuscript so I, I like doing that um, and that's just an idea uh, and then once you once you're getting closer you send it to your editor they send it back you work on it you send it to some friends you trust who are you know pretty competent or whatever They give you some feedback you work on it send it to your editor again work on it do that a couple times rinse and repeat and then look at that you've got a manuscript that it's nice (laughs) that's the best way to say it it's nice it's got quite a few people who have looked at it it's polished it's well thought of it's a logical flow um and you're ready to publish that sucker but not yet you need that cover because the cover sells the book. No matter how great the book is on most of the platforms that you're going to release in your book on, um, the cover will sell the book 99 times out of 100. Um, So we'll talk about the cover uh, coming up in the future and and how I've kind of approached that. But um, I hope you've had some, I don't know. I hope, I hope you got something from this. You know, I, I put some time and effort into this, and uh, I'm starting to have a little fun with the podcasting uh, because the numbers are going up. So I, I really do appreciate you for listening this long. Um, write your book, get on it, don't delay. Today is your day. All right. We'll be back with more. If you haven't already, please follow me on Instagram at GroundUpBiz And, um, That's all we have for today, folks. Peace.